Poor Mama, said Irene. I can get it there. Though, Cupcake, I can't let you, said Mrs. Bobbin. Such a huge package. <laughs> and it's such a long way to the palace. Besides, it's starting to snow. But I love snow, Irene insisted. She coaxed her mother into bed, covered her with two quilts, and added a blanket for her feet. Then she fixed her some tea with lemon and honey and put more wood in the stove. With great care, Irene took the splendid gown down from the dummy and packed it in a big box with plenty of tissue paper. Dress warmly, Pudding, her mother called in a weak voice. And don't forget to button up. It's cold out there and windy. Irene put on her fleece-lined boots, her red hat and muffler, her heavy coat and her mittens. She kissed her mother's hot forehead six times, then once again, made sure she was tucked in snugly, and slipped out with a big box, shutting the door firmly behind her. It really was cold outside, very cold. The wind whirled the falling snowflakes about, this way, that way, and into Irene's squinting face. She set out on the uphill path to Farmer Bennett's sheep pasture. By the time she got there, the snow was up to her ankles and the wind was worse. It hurried her along and made her stumble. Irene resented this. The box was problem enough. Easy does it, she cautioned the wind, leaning back hard against it. By the middle of the pasture, the flakes were falling thicker. Now the wind drove Irene along so rudely, she had to hop, skip, and go helter-skeltering over the knobby ground. Cold snow sifted into her boots and chilled her feet. She pushed out her lip and hurried on. This was an important errand. When she reached Apple Road, the wind decided to put on a show. It ripped branches from trees and flung them about, swept up and scattered the fallen snow, got in front of Irene to keep her from moving ahead. Irene turned around and pressed on backwards. Go home, the wind squalled. Irene! Go home! I will do no such thing, she snapped. No such thing, you wicked wind! Go home! The wind yodeled. Go home! It shrieked. Or else! For a short second, Irene wondered if she shouldn't heed the wind's warning. But no, the gown had to get to the Duchess. The wind wrestled her for the package, walloped it, twisted it, shook it, snatched at it. But Irene wouldn't yield. It's my mother's work, she screamed. Then, oh, woe! The box was wrenched from her mitten grasp and sent 
bumbling along in the snow. Irene went after it. She pounced and took hold, but the ill-tempered wind ripped the box open. The ball gown flounced out and went waltzing through the powdered air with tissue paper attendants. Irene clung to the empty box and watched the beautiful gown disappear. How could anything so terribly wrong be allowed to happen? Tears froze on her lashes. Her dear mother's hard work, all those days of measuring, cutting, pinning, stitching, for this and the poor Duchess.